Hello and welcome back to Secluded Thoughts, where we talk about how to take accountability of your life in order to become the best version of yourself. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about forgiveness. And fun fact, this was actually supposed to be the very first episode that I published because it was the first one that I ever recorded. However, with me being the perfectionist that I am and with me just being so critical of myself, I never published it because I just felt like I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And honestly, this is going to be me pretty much re-recording the entire episode because honestly, if I had to let y'all listen to the first cut, it was just embarrassing. Honestly, it was terrible. So we're going to try this again because it's something very important that we all need to do. So it needs to be addressed on the show. And I was actually just not going to publish this episode at all. Like I was just going to scrap the whole idea because initially I didn't want to re-record it. But due to, you know, recent events in my life, I've realized the importance of forgiveness. And so basically this is relevant to me. And I have a feeling it might be relevant to you as well. So let's just jump right in. So let me just say this first and foremost. Forgiveness is basically how you can reclaim your peace in your own life, right? Forgiveness is for your own peace. It's for you to move on and be a better person and live your life to the fullest, basically. Because we've all been hurt, right? We've all been through some kind of trauma in our lives. We've all experienced pain. We've all been done wrong. But the thing is, when you don't forgive and you hold grudges and resentment, that pretty much poisons your life. Like you think it will hurt the other person when you hold on to those grudges. But the only person it hurts is you. Because somebody could have done something to you years ago or recently And they could be living their best lives, like they pretty much just moved on and completely forgot about you, but you're here struggling because you are still holding on to all of that pain and resentment, and it's affecting your future relationships. So today we're going to address that so you can just finally let go and move on with your life. And another thing too, when you don't forgive, it makes you feel like something you want is unattainable in life. So you unknowingly create these limitations for yourself. Like for example, let's say you never had any luck in relationships and dating, right? So now because you've been hurt so much and you hold all of those grudges or you haven't let go of the pain of those past relationships, You have more than likely created these limitations and limited beliefs around getting that thing that you want. So in the example of relationships, let's say you have always been lied to, cheated on, just done wrong in general, right? And ultimately, you want to be in a successful, loving relationship because you have been hurt so much and you're unable to let go of the pain you may have subconsciously convinced yourself that true love doesn't exist or relationships have to be hard and you have to struggle and you have to hurt and you have to, you know, go through a bunch of nonsense in order for things to work because that's what you're used to. 
You may not have any examples of successful relationships in your life, and you certainly can't recall any prior experiences. So you just pretty much checked out of dating or just gave up all hope on finding something good, and you're probably settling for less because your pain that you're holding on to has made you believe that having a good relationship is unattainable. And this applies to obviously more aspects of life other than relationships, but that's just an example. So let's just get right into my experience first and foremost, because what I'm going to suggest is based on what I did. And it has honestly helped me a lot, and I really hope it helps you. And it's going to sound very weird at first, but just 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 stick with me, okay? Just stick with me. I promise you. You will feel a lot better if you just try it. So here's the technique. And I found this out while scrolling through social media some time ago, like in the middle of, I think, 2019. Was it 2019? No, it was 2020, actually. So it was 2020, in the middle of that horrible year, I saw something where somebody suggested that you should write a letter to all of the people that have hurt you, basically make a list of all the people that have hurt you in life, all the people you have resentment and hate or any negative emotions towards, like any kind of negative emotions at all. Make a list of those people and then write a letter to them in detail telling them how they made you feel. And don't explain yourself or like try to justify anything that they did or talk about what you did. Like, this is where you get to actually pour your heart out, basically, because sometimes you don't get to have those honest conversations with those people for whatever reasons and depending on the circumstances. So the letter is pretty much your opportunity to just let everything out, everything that you've been holding in, all of the pain that you have felt, like even from the initial incident, if it was something that happened like the pain you felt in that moment and then how it affected you later on, like just literally pour your heart out, address to all of the people that have hurt you and just tell them how you feel. Don't justify anything. Like just don't even try to like make excuses for them or nothing like that. Don't try to sugarcoat anything. Like just say straight up how they made you feel. Even if in hindsight, You may have realized a few things and you may have realized maybe a part you had to play in the incident. Don't don't even really talk about that. It's not about addressing what you did. Now, I'm not excusing what you did. You may not have been completely innocent, but the point is for you to just release your pain. And then when you're done with that letter, however long it is, end it in a forgiving sentence. So for example, what I said in mine, you can say this or write something similar depending on, you know, whatever you feel comfortable with. But what I said in mine was something along the lines of, you have hurt me a lot. However, the pain that you have caused has made me become the person that I am today. And I love the person that I am today. And so I forgive you. So I pretty much base it around the fact that I am accepting myself and loving myself for who I am. And I'm acknowledging that even though this was a painful experience, 
it did play a part in making me who I am. And so I'm not going to hold any kind of resentment towards that person or towards the situation. I'm just going to accept the part, the role that it played in my life and just move on. So that's pretty much how I ended it. So you can do something like that or whatever you want. But that's basically the exercise. Make a list of people you need to forgive, write a letter, and then end it in a sentence saying that you forgive them. So now let's talk about my experience because this is really interesting. It did not go how I thought it was going to go. Like the reactions I thought I would have for some people I didn't have. And then those I thought that I wouldn't react to at all pretty much had me in tears. So let me just give you a brief run through of what my experience was like so you know what to expect. And your experience might be different. You never know. But let's just talk about what happened when I did it. So I had my list, right? I had, honestly, I probably had about 10 people. Like friends, family, former friends, people I've dated, whatever, you know. I had maybe about 10 people. And I thought I would cry for like certain people who I had really bad experiences with. But when I was writing my letter to them, it was like I got everything off of my chest and I cursed a few people out in the letter. I'm not going to lie to you because like I said, they said release everything, right? So I, I let everything out. And some of the things I had to say wasn't, you know, positive. It wasn't, you know, I'm very, po I'm a very positive, optimistic person, but some of those letters were very mean because that's just how I felt. And that's what you should do. If that's how you feel, right? Just let it out. So I dragged a couple of people and said what I had to say. And honestly, when I was done writing those letters, it was like, I felt instantly better. You know, I wouldn't say I was like this completely new person, but it felt good letting it out because for some people I thought I would cry and I didn't even cry. I realized I was upset. Like what I had was frustration and probably even anger towards some people. So after I cursed them out in my letters, it's like I felt a sense of release. Like I just let them have it, you know, because I couldn't say some of these things to some of these people for different reasons. So I wrote it in a letter and immediately after it's like a sense of relief. And I took my time in writing these letters. Like I said, I had maybe eight to 10 people and I spread it out over like three days because I wanted to really throw myself into the activity so that I could let all of my emotions out and just truly forgive these people once and for all. And I felt like some of them was just, it was just a lot, you know, like it was a lot of emotions being released. So I didn't feel like I could do all of that in one day. So that's another thing. Pace yourself if you need to. You don't have to do all of this in one day, you know, just do it however you feel comfortable with. Do it in a way that works for you, that works with your schedule. Do it when you have time to fully participate in the activity and you don't have something to do right after when you might be emotional because of some of the letters that you wrote. But yes, yeah, so I cursed some people out and for some, I did not really react 
when I wrote the letter. Like I thought I would be emotional and I didn't. For some, I thought I wouldn't. And then I cried. But let me tell you the most interesting part of the whole exercise. The hardest, the longest, and the most emotional letter to write was to myself. And I saved that one for last because I had a feeling it would be long. I had a feeling it would be, I just I just knew it would have to be the finale. You know, I knew it would have to end with me forgiving myself. So I saved that one for last. And I would recommend you do the same thing too. Because after you write those letters to those other people, after what I'm about to tell you, you might have to go write another one to yourself if you start with yourself. So save the one for yourself last. So y'all, here is why it was so interesting and so hard when I had to write my letter to myself. In writing that letter to me, I realized that all of those people that I thought I was mad at and I thought I had a grudge against, it really wasn't about them. I realized that I was mad at those people for how I acted in that in those situations. And I was mainly disappointed in how I allowed them to take me out of character. So I was really just blaming other people and using them as scapegoats when I was really mad at them or I felt some type of way about them because of how it made me react, how it took me out of character. Let me give you an example so this makes sense. So such and such hurt my feelings, right? Obviously a guy. And I mean, the situation in itself was whatever. I mean, it wasn't whatever, but it was whatever, right? The situation was one thing. But I realized that most of the resentment and anger and any negative emotions that I had towards that person was because they made me, or I felt like they made me turn into a very closed off person. And it was because I got hurt. So basically it was like, that situation was bad. And I felt like because that situation was so bad, I don't ever want that experience. So I have to keep people at a reasonable distance, right? I need to keep them at arm's length. I can't let people get too close because I don't want to experience that again. And realistically speaking, and I'm just being completely transparent here. Realistically speaking, when you've been through a situation when you've been hurt and you know what that feels like and you see how terrible that feels, obviously you don't want to experience that again. So subconsciously you might do things and develop toxic patterns or, you know, do things to avoid that situation happening again, essentially. So I felt like even though you could look at it from a logical perspective and say, okay, that was just an isolated experience with one person, you know, emotionally as a human being, you don't look at it that way. You look at the pain and then you tell yourself you don't ever want to feel pain like that again. And so you start pushing people away or you develop trust issues, and that plays into and affects your future relationships. So in my situation, I was really upset because that person made me close off. 
but also in the spirit of, you know, the whole theme of the podcast, which is taking accountability, I cannot put the blame on that person and say that they made me a certain way, right? The old me, prior to writing that letter, would say, I don't like you because you made me a certain way, right? I would use them as a scapegoat and blame them for my toxic patterns. But in reality, I have full power to change that. So I no longer blame such and such for my behavior, right? That is fully within my control. If I attribute that to that person, then I take that out of my control, And I have no relationship, no connection with such and such. So why should I give them so much power over my life, over my happiness? Like it doesn't make any sense. But that's what I realized when I was writing the letter to myself. I was really mad at those people because the pain that they caused me led to me being closed off or to me becoming a certain way that I did not like. It didn't reflect the type of person that would be deserving or who would attract the type of things and the type of relationships that I wanted in life. Because pain changes you. Like, pain changes you. It's easy to say it's within your power to change and, you know, you can take accountability and blah, blah, blah. All that is true. But the reality is pain changes you and it's very hard to take control of your life after you've experienced pain because we are human beings and our ultimate instinct is to survive, right? Our survival instincts and mechanisms try to make us avoid pain because we know how bad pain is, pain of any kind. So, you know, I know it's not easy to change and I have had to do some serious work on myself after writing that letter because I realized that it is within my control to change my life. It is up to me. These people are long gone. These people are living their best lives. Am I going to sit here wounded? Am I going to be struggling because of something that happened years ago? No. You know, easier said than done. Believe me. Easier said than done, child. I know. But, you know, I just made a decision that I don't want to be a victim anymore. I don't want to be some kind of wounded dog. Like, I'm over that shit. Like, as soon as I wrote the letter to myself and I realized that, like, you should have seen me. I was literally having an epiphany mid-sentence. And I was like, are you serious? Like, all the things that I thought... I felt towards these people, most of it was just driven by how they made me feel, by how the pain that they caused me changed me. And then another thing in writing the letter to myself, I realized that I had been so freaking hard on myself my entire life. Like every single time I messed up or not even messed up, if I wasn't quote unquote perfect or if I allowed something negative to happen to me, I was just like, I literally, I was my own worst enemy. And that's something I'm actively working through today 
where I give myself a lot of grace and I've gotten so much better at this, the biggest thing I could say to you is give yourself some grace and space to make mistakes. You are human. You are not perfect. I literally looked back on all of the painful experiences that I've had in my life, like some of the things that I wrote about in those other letters that I had to forgive people for. And I realized in writing my letter to myself that I blamed myself for every single one of those things and everything that ever like went wrong in my life. I blamed myself for it. And the thing is, you get what you attract, right? You get what you attract. Realistically speaking, yes. But at the same time, I when I say I blamed myself, I was literally so hard on myself. Like, for example, in a situation with such and such, the way I looked at it was, why was I so stupid? Like, why did I stay when I know I should have left? Why did I accept less than I knew I deserved? And the thing is, you know, there are a lot of reasons for why we accept less than we deserve. So I wouldn't even bother going into that. But the point is, we are all human. It happens to all of us. We all do that. We've all had those experiences. But I was so extremely hard on myself. And in doing that, I put up even more walls because I felt like if I wasn't smart enough to protect myself, then I have to become this cold-hearted person to prevent that from happening in the future. And a lot of people are like that. I know I'm not the only one. I know this is going to resonate with somebody. And I mean, it might just be you. You might be listening to this episode like, child, let me turn this thing off because it's triggering. But no, keep listening because you need to hear this. You need to give yourself some grace, sweetheart. We all make mistakes, okay? As long as you learn from these mistakes, you are fine, okay? Because in reality, we learn the best from painful experiences, okay? Unfortunately, like everything could be going well in your life and you'll forget to be grateful for all of those things, right? You'll take it for granted and you won't learn anything. You'll just be coasting. You'll be content. We need those painful experiences to teach us because the reality is the same way me getting hurt initially made me closed off, like took it to the extreme, that's exactly why we need those painful experiences because when you feel pain and it's bad enough, you will do any and everything to avoid it. So sometimes you could really use those painful experiences for your own good. Like for example, maybe you struggled to pay for college. So now you make sure your children will never ever worry about where they're going to get money to pay for college, right? You experience that pain and you are doing your best to protect your children from experiencing it. If you never experienced that, you would have taken that whole experience for granted. It wouldn't mean anything to you. And you wouldn't have the desire to give your children a better life. You see what I'm saying? As long as you use your pain to launch you forward instead of hold you back and like use it as a crutch and make excuses and play the victim you will be fine, okay? That is what it's for, to teach you. Just make sure you learn, okay? Making mistakes are fine. Give yourself some grace. 
Forgive yourself. Take some time. Take a day and write that letter to yourself. You need it, okay? I have a feeling you need it. I feel like we all need it. I definitely need it. So if you don't do this exercise at all for anybody else, at least do it for you. Okay, so let's say you decided to write the letters. So what now, right? What do you do afterwards? Like I said, the first thing you should do after you write them is you should really take some time and do this after each one. Do it after each one so it's easier in the end. And like I said, I spread it out over three days. I would recommend you do the same if you have a lot of people on your list. So here's what you do, right? After you write a letter, take a second to think about the things you wrote about, like the pain that that person has caused you. And I want you to really reflect on your life and think about the possible limitations that you have created for yourself because of that painful experience. Like, how has it changed you? Has it made you guarded? Has it made you develop trust issues? What behavioral changes has that pain led to you developing? How has it hindered you? So in my example above, I said, with the situation with such and such, I became a very guarded person, right? And it was harder for me to let people in after that situation. So that is a perfect example. After you write a letter, just somewhere else on a piece of paper or in a notebook or something, just write down how you think that pain has changed you. Do this after every letter and then afterwards when you're done writing all of them, now we will revisit the list, okay? So assuming you've done all of that and you have your list of ways that your pain has changed you, now I want you to come up with better practices or just paint a picture of the type of person that you would prefer to be. Maybe you want to be as pure and trusting as you were before. There's nothing wrong with that. The pain might try to convince you that that, that is a hazard, but if that's really what you want, write it down, right? Come up with better practices. Come up with the type of person that you would like to be instead of the wounded person that you are now. And then think about some affirmations that will help change you. So again, with my experience, when I realized that I was closed off, I noticed that to go even deeper, I had issues with communication because I felt like if people acted like they didn't care, then there was no reason for me to explain myself to you because you obviously don't care and it'll be a waste of time. So I identified that issue with communication that came up with me being closed off. So a better practice that I wrote down and I tried to develop was pretty much working on my communication. If something bothers me, talk about it, you know? And it sounds so easy, but it's so hard for me because I'm the type of person that keeps everything in. If you know me, you know. It's a struggle. So believe me, if you struggle with that, I know. I know, I know, I know. I'm a work in progress, okay? I'm a work in progress. So basically, now I practice communicating more. 
So if something is bothering me, I will say it. As hard as it might be, I know I have to communicate. People cannot read my mind. I can't expect people to read my mind. I have to communicate. So I have gotten a lot better at communication. It's not the best. I'm not even going to lie to you. It is not the best, but it's a lot better than where it was before. So that's that's what I mean. Think about the ways that it has hindered you and then come up with pretty much the opposite or better practices that you can implement to try to reverse that. Because we don't want to be wounded over here, okay? When you're wounded, you attract wounded people and y'all just continue wounding each other. Like that is the ghetto. Like we, we are not trying to do that, okay? So we are trying to heal We are forgiving and we are moving on and we are creating better, healthier lives for ourselves, okay? So come up with some better practices, come up with affirmations that will help you change your mindset and just let go of those limitations and all of your toxic traits, basically. And then lastly, I would suggest you create some new goals around how you would like to be treated and how you want to treat others as well, because it's a two-way street, right? You have to reciprocate. It's not just about what you want. So come up with some goals or just write down sentences defining how you would like to be treated. And please do not write how you don't want to be treated, right? So don't write things like, I don't want somebody who doesn't respect me. I don't want somebody who lies to me. No, you are being negative. Write what you want, okay? So say something like, I want somebody who's loyal and honest and romantic and blah, blah, blah. And it's not just about relationships. I'm not just talking about relationships. Like, it could be with your family too. So if you have, like, toxic relationships with your family, Define the type of relationships that you would like with your family instead, right? So write down those goals on how you would like to be treated and how you are going to treat others because, like I said, two-way street. So again, for example, in my life, I said, you know, with the same example of communication, I wrote that I want somebody who communicates effectively and is always pretty much open and honest. And so obviously I have to be able to reciprocate that. So that's why I said, you know, it's something that I'm working towards. Every relationship, regardless of what kind of relationship, is dependent on communication, okay? That's like the biggest thing that tears people apart. So that's a great one to focus on. I feel like in one way or the other, we can all improve on our communication skills Because you might be a great communicator in that you tell people what's on your mind, but the delivery might not be the best, okay? You know, if if you tell people what's on your mind, but you say it in a disrespectful way, you call people out of their name, you raise your voice, you are not a good communicator, okay? That is not healthy. Just, just, just cut that out. That is, no, no, no. So basically... When you're creating those new goals around how you want to be treated, ultimately you have to be able to reciprocate that as well. If you know you can't, don't write it down. I'm just joking. Still write it down. Just make sure that you can do it too. 
So essentially, even though you're talking about how you want to be treated, you also have to work towards those things because you have to be able to reciprocate it. The universe is not going to send you what you want. It's going to send you what you are. You are going to attract people like you. So if you want somebody who can communicate, you need to be able to communicate. You see what I mean? Great. So that is all I have on this topic, guys. And let me just tell you something. This is not one of those episodes where you just listen and then you're like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And then you go about your business. No, you have homework, okay? You actually have to do this. If you've already done it, then congratulations, you are way ahead of the game. I would challenge you to revisit it again. Not necessarily with the same people unless you feel like you still have resentment, but I would challenge you to just reflect on your life if you've already done it and see if there's anybody you're holding any negative emotions towards so you can write another letter and just free yourself of any negativity. But if you haven't, you have homework. I want you to actually take some time to do this. And it may not be immediate because, you know, when I initially heard about it, I didn't do it until months later. Like I did it at the very end of 2020 because I decided not to take any negativity into the new year with me. Like 2020 was enough. I didn't want to take any, like I wanted to leave as much of the negativity in my life in that year and just go into the new year with a fresh slate. And I honestly have, like I honestly have, I can tell you I feel so much better about a lot of things and the things that used to bother me, the things I wrote about, the things I said to those people, nice or not, were things that I really needed to get off my chest. So if I had to like see these people or talk to these people, I wouldn't even bring up any of those things because I let it out, right? And that's my goal for you. I want you to truly take some time, put it on your calendar, schedule it out for whenever is convenient for you, when you can fully throw yourself into the exercise and actually take the time to say everything you want to say to these people, no matter how mean it gets. Say whatever you have to say. And then here's the thing. Some people say they have given the letters to those people personally. That's not, that That was just never going to happen. I just feel like, you know, I'm moving on. For some people, we don't need to have that discussion. Okay, it's just something I want to put behind me. I don't really care to get closure because closure is a scam let me tell you closure is a scam so that the letter itself is your closure write the letter and what I did was I just shredded it afterwards in case you're wondering I didn't want to burn it because I felt like I would burn my entire apartment down because I just don't trust myself with fire like that so I shredded it you can burn it shred it throw it away do whatever you want, but the reflection at the end is what's most important. So yeah, you have homework, make sure you do it. So that's all for this week's episode. If you liked it, make sure you follow me on whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on. Make sure you subscribe and leave a rating. Please leave a review. I always ask, 
and you haven't done it yet, so leave a review. Thank you. And then also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at secluded.thoughts. Oh, and I have exciting news. I have very exciting news. I will be publishing the podcast on YouTube. Yes, that's right. I can't keep talking about taking accountability and facing your fears, and then I'm not practicing what I preach. So I am going to be recording video episodes of the podcast as well as audio. So it will be on YouTube and Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen. Basically, it will now be available for audio and video. And in addition, on my YouTube channel, I'm also planning to give y'all some behind the scenes of my life, like me getting my shit together. And I'm not even going to lie to you. Let me just tell you right off the bat. I told y'all I'm a very private person. So it's not like you're going to be seeing like into my life dating and stuff like that. Let me tell you right now, that's not going to happen. What you will see, however, is basically me documenting the process of getting my life together. So in a prior episode, I told y'all this time next year, my life is going to look completely different, right? I have big goals for myself and I'm holding myself accountable to that. I have people holding me accountable to that as well. Hopefully you will be one of those people. So make sure you subscribe to my new YouTube channel. I will leave the link in the podcast notes because the next episode, actually not the next episode, the one after that, the first episode in September will be a video episode on YouTube. Pray for me, y'all. Like this is going to be very interesting because I don't even know how to edit. I mean, I learned how to edit for the podcast, so I will learn how to edit for YouTube. But basically, I postponed this for a while because I was just afraid of getting on camera. But like I said, I'm not living my life and letting my life be dictated by fear. So since it terrifies me, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. And, you know, it will be what it will be. So I will leave the link in the description. Make sure you go subscribe to my YouTube and then click the bell to turn on the notification so you can get notified when the very first video episode comes out. And usually this is the point where people will say, guys, I am super excited, but let me tell y'all, I am terrified, okay? I'm absolutely terrified because this is new. I'm going to be putting my face out there on a different platform and challenging myself to step outside of my comfort zone, and I am absolutely terrified. So if you want to see whether or not I make a fool of myself, I won't. I'd, I mean, it'll be interesting. I'll probably look back at this years later and laugh. But if you're curious, then make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. It will be in the description. It's going to be called Secluded Thoughts, same as the podcast. So make sure you subscribe and tune in next Sunday for the next episode. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you next week and very soon on YouTube. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.